Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 264. Fire, fire, fire. Incredible entrepreneurs share their inspiring journey with you every day on Entrepreneur on Fire. Prepare to ignite now. Here's your host with yet another amazing guest, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Entrepreneur on Fire. Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire Nation, you're not alone. When you join our mastermind community, Fire Nation Elite, you'll be joining a tribe of like-minded people who are here to help you feel confident about your business, help you find the right track, and help you grow your business, launch your new products or services, and become the entrepreneur you've always wanted to be. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit FireNationElite.com to fill out your application and schedule a one-on-one 15-minute chat with me today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Bernadette Jiwa. Bernadette, are you prepared to ignite? I am, John. (laughs) All right. All the way from Perth, Australia. Bernadette is a best-selling business author and brand story strategist. She works with entrepreneurs, passionate companies, and visionary business leaders, helping them to stand out in today's noisy, crowded marketplace. Her new book, The Fortune Cookie Principle, was published just this month. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Bernadette, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then tell us about your business. I was originally born in Ireland, mm. um, in Dublin. I don't think you knew that, actually. I did not. And I've, I've been living in Australia for the past eight years. So I've lived in different countries around the world. And I guess you could say that I've had what Mitch Joel would call a squiggly career path. <laughs> um you know, I didn't start out with the with the plan of doing this job when I was 17. I d- I've done lots of different things that led me to this. And I think that's what's interesting in the world that we live in today is that doing lots of different things have equipped me uh, to shine and to do really well in the job that I do. So things like... Um, you know, I worked in a cafe, I made sandwiches, I've uh, managed a restaurant, I've opened and operated two businesses in the UK and um, all of those things, you know, little increments have led me to uh, where I am today. Love that. And we are going to dive way into that later on into this interview. And I'm so glad, Bernadette, that you brought up Mitch Joel. He's actually a recent guest of the show. Just a couple weeks ago, we had him on and his new book, Control-Alt-Delete, is just great. Before we really do dive into more about you and what you have going on, we love starting off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. My success quote is really short and you'll never forget it. It's called, it's pick yourself. And that was something that um, a very good friend and mentor of mine, Seth Godin, uh, he's written about it extensively and it rings on my ears every single day. I know that you um, you were part of his Kickstarter, John, and, and so was I um, just supporting that. I don't know if you got one of the mugs that came with that, um, but mine says pick yourself, which is fantastic. So it's, it's etched on my brain 
I'm bummed now. I just got the $4 digital copy. I should have gone a little higher for that mug, apparently. You absolutely should. (laughs) Next time, I promise. So Bernadette, talk to us about this Pick Yourself. What does that really mean to you? And how do you apply this to your life, to your mentality? So what that means to me is I I grew up in a culture where... um, it wasn't whoever told the best story won, I guess. It was, there were certain people who succeeded because that was the system of the day. And what I've recognized now is through various different lessons in life, if you don't pick yourself, then, then the universe, well, anytime I don't pick myself, the universe really kicks me hard um, and teaches me that unless I'm willing to stand for the things that I believe in, and put myself out there very much like you've done, then um, then things don't align for me. Well, let's talk about a real life example. We love hearing stories. How have you recently picked yourself and how did that work out for you? Oh, I've got a great one. Right. I love it. <laughs> okay. So um, last September, I published my first book, which uh, was called Make Your Idea Matter. And uh, I self-published it using Create Space and Amazon Kindle. And it's done really well. It got to number one in lots of different categories in Amazon. And then I had an approach from a traditional publisher in October. So just a month later, on Twitter, random approach saying, when are you going to write a book for me? And by February, some other people looked at the book proposal that I had, which was very brief for this current book, The Fortune Cookie Principle. And uh, long and short, I went with the first publisher because my gut told me their values are really aligned with what I wanted to do with this book and signed a contract and we started the work. They were very good at accommodating me with you can use your, your designer and your current editor and about a month into the process, I started feeling really uncomfortable about where it was all going. And I don't want to go into the major detail of it because I know we don't have time in half an hour. But the long and short of it was I sent them an email and I said, I don't think we've still got the same shared vision for this book. And without a discussion, two days later, I just got a cancellation notice to say they were cancelling the contract. So what I had not realized with traditional publishing, uh, much like any other contract, even when you're picked, you can be unpicked. And that was a really valuable lesson to me. Not that, not in the, in the sense of being absolutely gutted because the thing fell through, but in sticking to what I believe in and actually the relief that I had the destiny of this book and the intention of this book back in my own hands was immense. Powerful, Bernadette. Thank you for sharing that with us because Entrepreneur on Fire is about the journey and we really want to get down and dirty with your journey as an entrepreneur. You share with us that you worked at a cafe, that you managed a restaurant. You've done a bunch of things along your path, that squiggly line that got you to where you are today. But share with Fire Nation a time in your journey when you failed or when you faced a massive challenge or obstacle that you had to dig deep to overcome. And how did you overcome that, Bernadette? Look, I think the failure stuff goes back to, I can tell you a story of when I was 12, really. Yeah, and we love stories, so let's hear it. 
so when I was 12, I had this real obsession with uh, creating stuff and baking and, and competing. I was quite competitive. And this is back in Ireland, right? Yeah, this is back in Ireland. Cool. And there were these community fair things. We, you know, we got to enter competitions for different things. And I was just itching to bake this cake that I'd seen on on the cover of a magazine my mother had anyway you know we weren't from I wasn't from an affluent family at all my mother kind of invested this big shed load of money and all these ingredients strawberries dark chocolate made this amazing cake I uh, painted all these chocolate leaves decorated it it was I don't know the cost of that cake must have been like you know, half a week's groceries and entered it into this baking competition. And it was next to all these, you know, uh, imperfect little buns that kids had, had made and, you know, lots of lopsided cakes. And I thought for sure, mine just looks amazing. It tasted amazing. And it didn't get a thing. And I was absolutely gutted at the age of 12 and thinking, hmm, you know, what what's the deal? You know, clearly in my eyes, it was the best. (laughs) And, and, you know, what I discovered later was that people, the judges and people around didn't believe that it was possible for a 12 year old to do that. Now that might be an instant, sound like an insignificant story, but to me, it symbolizes something that I, I keep thinking about through life. And that's that you don't have to be limited by the small dreams that others might have for you. So because something uh, because something doesn't conform to what people think you should be capable of doing doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I love that. And you said you don't have to be limited to the ideas that others conform. I mean, that is just so powerful in, in so many ways. And Fire Nation, I know you can resonate with that because there's all times in our lives when we've either allowed ourselves to be conformed or broken out of that conformity and seen the results of that. So if you could just sum up, Bernadette, in one sentence, a clear lesson you learned from that experience, what would it be? pick yourself that's that's the big thing uh, you know there i was waiting to be picked i was waiting for somebody to tell me that what i was doing was good and i think we default to that a lot it's the same with the publishing thing um this idea of being picked by a traditional publisher what we need to know is that they're not picking the best ideas they're picking the ideas that they think they can sell yeah. um there, you know, it's it's not it's not a bigger validation of your idea or or because a traditional publisher chooses it. In fact, you know, my book, I only announced it to my uh, audience yesterday, and it went to number one in one day in marketing wow. and advertising, the fortune cookie principle. So, you know, I didn't Pick need yourself. a publisher. I did. I picked myself. I did it anyway. I got the book out there. The, the publisher could have got it out there in October. I got it out there faster, cheaper. The very same, actually not the very same book, a better book than I would have done with a publisher. Very powerful. And another thing that Seth Godin talks about that I love as well, that goes along with this theme of picking yourself is that you have permission. Give yourself permission. And that's yeah. two powerful phrases that are so prevalent for entrepreneurs. Like you really, nobody's going to stand there and waving a magical wand and suddenly allowing you to do it. 
you have permission. You hear that, Fire Nation? Right now, you have permission to go out and follow your dreams. I'm giving you permission. Bernadette's giving you permission. Go out, pick yourself, follow your dreams. So let's move into the next topic, which is the aha moment, Bernadette. Because just like as entrepreneurs, we have those gut-wrenching moments. We get gutted, as you said. We also have these moments of inspiration that really drive us forward and we just learn so much from ourselves because of it. So share with us a time in your journey when you had this light bulb that went off and you just said, wow, this is my authentic self. And how did you turn that moment, that situation into success? We're banging on about this book, I know, but that's that's been the biggest lesson I can share with people. And, and you know, I hope you don't mind that we just keep talking about that because when you feel in your gut, when you're when you don't want to open an email from somebody, when you feel in your gut that something's wrong, but you don't know where to turn with that, that you know you've you understand that you've made a mistake, your gut's telling you that, but you're scared to act on on that, you're scared to speak out about it, then that's the that's the thing that you have to do. That's the aha. You know, whatever your gut's telling you, go with it. And Bernadette, what was your aha leading up to the creation of this book and this philosophy in life? My aha was going back to the idea of permission. You know, this this sense that however, you know, I've had a lot of success in picking myself, but despite that, I still, there was still this sense of, I've achieved something by being picked by a publisher. Okay. And th- and that didn't, the reality, that wasn't the reality at all. Uh, I had to figure that out by going through that piece. Absolutely. And this is one thing that I do really want to harp on is that Entrepreneur on Fire, it's about your journey as an entrepreneur. And I love when themes develop. And this is our theme. You started it with Pick Yourself. We're staying with it. We're talking about something that you're currently passionate about right now, the fortune cookie principle. So no apologies necessary. Let's just continue to drive on and just pull out all of this wisdom and all of these different mindsets that you poured into this book and share with us right now one clear lesson from this aha moment, from this moment in your journey. Share with Fire Nation what that one clear lesson is. You know, it's hard to to pick to go about one clear lesson. I don't ask the easy questions, Bernadette. No, you don't. <laughs> it's it's about storytelling, you know, it's about being true to your own right. story. And that's what that's what my um, you know, I'm a story strategist. I should know this. You know, it needs to be an authentic story, it needs to come from your heart. But um you know, we think our story is just the content we put on our website and, and all of those things, uh, you know, co- like you're doing. It could be a podcast. It could be just text. It's and it, But our story is not just narrative. It's all of the other things. It's our purpose. It's what we believe. It's design. It is the copy. It's where our business is. All of that goes to make up our story. Apple's put out a couple of really good um videos this week and uh, one of them if people want to google is called intention and I think that's a really important thing to consider when you're building an entrepreneurial business is what's your intention for what you want to put out into the world so I guess the intention my intention for the book was not the same as the publisher's intention for the book and the only way that I could bring the book that had that intention to the world was to do it myself 
powerful. And Fire Nation, we will be linking that video up at entrepreneuronfire.com slash Bernadette Jiwa, and that's J-I-W-A. And I know that you love that storytelling, that part of being an entrepreneur. And in fact, I would like to share right now what your domain name is. It's thestoryoftelling.com. I mean, that's how deeply that resonates with you, Bernadette. So thank you for bringing that into this conversation. And I'm going to throw a little curveball in here. Have you had an I've made a moment? That's an interesting question because I wonder if that's what we strive for, you know, Whenever we think we've had those I made it moments, uh, they might be the curveballs. They might be the, the things that stop us uh, from, you know, striving yeah. to, be, to be better. So um, I've had moments where, where I think I'm incredibly lucky to have the opportunity to do this. I don't think um, I'd classify them as I made it moments. I worked with Seth. Um, on his on the big book uh, for his Kickstarter reward and I had to go through six I had to a joy to go through six years of his blog and reread all of those posts wow. and pull out the best ones and um, sort of collate them and bring that together and that was that's that was a huge moment for me such a fan of his work and this is for the Icarus deception correct it was for the Icarus deception. I, I don't you you didn't get the big book, but there's a there's a massive there was a massive book um, called This Might Not Work, and then on the flip side, it was uh, This Might Work, and I think it was nineteen pounds or something. This oh, book I remember weighed. Him talking about that. Yeah, yeah pe- people, you know, people have sent him pictures with babies sitting, you know, oh. lying asleep on this book. So yeah. <laughs> You can find it on Amazon. You won't be able to buy it, but it's there. That's awesome. So it is an interesting question that I've made a moment. And I really like your approach to that because it is a question. Are we really fooling ourselves with this I've made a moment? I mean, when we get to the top of that mountain and we've made it, so to speak, is that when the curveball comes in? I love all of these things. And it's something else I really love talking about on Entrepreneur on Fire, Bernadette, is the journey. I would love to get your take on the entrepreneurial journey and what that means to you. I think it means trying things and failing them and seeing what might work and, and um, you know, running with what works and, and being comfortable with not knowing. Just like I'm sure you had, although you had a plan for this uh, podcast series, you had no idea if it was going to work. Clueless. I had no idea if my book would sell sell or if it would resonate with people. And the interesting thing is, even the pickers, even the even the um, gatekeepers have no idea either. They're just taking their best shot too. Absolutely. So Bernadette, it begs the question, are you enjoying your journey? Absolutely love it. I get to do uh, whatever I want every day. I get to choose who I work with on uh, projects I care about and I get to help people to tell their stories and to understand what's possible for them. Love that, Bernadette. I'm so happy that your journey is going in that direction. It's affording you that freedom to continue to express yourself in the way that's most authentic with you. So let's move into your current business or just what you have going on right now. We've 
really mentioned some great things about the fortune cookie principle. And if you want to do a deep dive into that right now, I'd love to. But I wanted to just give you the opportunity to speak about one thing that's really exciting you right now. One thing that is really exciting me is this idea of brand storytelling and helping people to uncover what that is. I mean, it was a real buzzword last year in 2012, and that's long after uh, I started talking about it. And I think advertisers are trying to find a way to hook into how how we can um, connect with people who are distracted and storytelling as I've mentioned earlier isn't just about telling people what you do it's about making them part of your story and being a part of their story like brands like Apple or Warby Parker or Zappos do you know we default to them they're they're as much a part of our lives as you know whatever we might eat for breakfast um, so that's what I try to do with this book, with, you know, uh, help people to understand that there, so I divided story in brand story into 20 elements and, uh, helping people to understand with some questions at the end, how they can actually apply those to their lives and also giving them some examples of businesses who've done that really well. Bernadette, I love that you say that brand story is the buzzword of 2012. In your opinion, What's the buzzword of 2013? I think it's still story, you know, um, because I was looking at some tweets from the Canned Lions yesterday, um, which which are the advertising awards, and there's still this um, concern about how we connect to people and how we... um, you know, because of mobile, because of people curating their own content, there's still this concern about how we actually get our messages out to people and um, how we get them interacting with us. And story, the story is one of the ways to do that, you know, going from beyond being a commodity to being a brand. So the biggest brands in the world and the most loved brands in the world don't behave like commodities. And for me, the reason they don't do that is they have attached meaning to their businesses. Wow. Love that. So, Bernadette, in just a minute, maybe two, what is your vision for the future of Bernadette? Where do you see yourself in the next three months, six months, whatever time frame you'd like to share? I'm just really loving what I'm doing right now. I There are very few things I'd want to change. I'd like to keep writing. I mean, I, um, I write something every day. It's not always sparkling, and I don't always hit publish on all of it. Uh, <laughs> but I think that, uh, you know, learning how to see what's out there and interpreting that for people is, you know, and, and being able to share that with them, there's, there's no nicer opportunity from one of the most isolated cities in the world you know we haven't discussed that really I think some people have you know asked me you know I I live in this place is that going to be a problem for me is that going to limit my business and and what I say to them is no you can reach anybody uh, as long as you've got a good story to tell Oh, I mean, this day and age, it is unbelievable just the power that we have. Entrepreneur on Fire is a great example. 
This podcast gets downloaded in over 145 countries. There's literally no end to the reach of what people can broadcast these days, whether it be through Amazon or through iTunes or through Google, whatever means they choose, it is incredibly powerful. And someplace like Perth is now literally as appealing as New York City in a lot of ways because you have access to people just like anybody in New York City would have access to people. And you and I are having this conversation right now. I mean, it's 8 a.m. in Perth. It's 5.30 here in San Diego, but it sounds like we're right next door. This interview is even clearer than an interview I did earlier today with somebody in a neighboring city of Los Angeles. It's just crazy what you can do with today's technology when you really are just resonating with people the right way. So Bernadette, thank you for sharing this journey, and I definitely look forward to keeping up with what you're doing and everything you have planned for us coming out in the future. And this is a perfect segue to my favorite part of the show, the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Well, I hope they're amazing and (laughs) mind-blowing, but it sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Deciding. We just have to decide. We try and keep a foot in two camps. You know, will I, won't I? Just decide and then go. Love it. What's the best advice you've ever received? Pick yourself. It's the theme of the podcast right now, Bernadette. Pick yourself. And again, we can't say that enough, Fire Nation. What's something that's working for you, Bernadette, besides picking yourself right now? Generosity. Uh, I have this thing that I say to people, which is if you can't afford to be generous, you can't afford to be selfish either, especially in today's what Seth would call connected economy. So give us a real quick story, real quick, of how you've recently been generous and how it's paid back in spades. I think generosity doesn't have to be what you think it is like, you know, going out and doing the big grand gesture. It can be something very tiny. It's noticing when somebody else is just not feeling great and, you know, picking up on that and acknowledging it. And that, that can be in a tweet. It can be it can be noticing that when somebody just does the wrong thing to somebody else. Totally agree with that philosophy, Bernadette. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire here. When have you recently been generous? Okay, let me talk to you an instant. This is not work related but yeah this, we've got a we've got a brilliant personal trainer at, at our gym in group classes you know he turns up he really cares about what he's doing and he came the other day and one of the people in the queue said oh you're late or something and I could just see that he was devastated by that and at the end of the class I just went up to him and said you know what's what's up and he said oh you know Bob he talked to me about that situation and I just said you know they really love you. You know, we all, you know, we all really value what you do. And I think that that sounds like nothing, you know, it, it's, but acknowledging somebody um, and actually caring enough to go out of your way and, and do that for them. That's generosity to me. It doesn't have to be a big thing in a box with a bow on the top. Absolutely. I just had lunch here in San Diego with Michael Stelzner, who's the founder of Social Media Examiner. One thing that he shared with me that I loved was a time when somebody right in front of him in the toll booth just paid for him. And then 
sped off and he got there and that feeling that it left with him the rest of the day and then he got to a fast food restaurant and he paid for the person behind him and then drove away and it was just this great generosity it can be small little things but really can have massive ripple effects so good on you that guy said to me at the end you know he said actually i feel better now having <laughs> spoken about it and he said if that's the worst thing that happens to me in my life well so Bernadette, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Two things at the moment. Uh, WordPress, because that just enables me to do all my writing, connect with my readers. I mean, I just love that platform. So reliable, never lets me down. Um, the other thing that I'm enjoying is Medium. I don't know if uh, anybody's talked about Medium much to you. It's the... Um, it's the new writing platform, medium.com, that the guys from Twitter are building. It's really worth a look. Some really great articles on there, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to be one of the first people to have the opportunity to write there. Wow, yeah. I was just having a great conversation with James Clear of jamesclear.com, and he was just raving about Medium, and it's something that I have on my little to-do list here, and I need to check it out. So Fire Nation, you can find links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Bernadette Jiwa, and that's J-I-W-A. So Bernadette, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It's Neil Gaiman's Make Good Art Speech. Don't know if you've watched the speech, but yeah, it's a book now. Yeah. Make good arts. Yeah, and I bet nobody's recommended that one to you. Nobody has ever recommended that, which is super rare. Usually we have at least one or two people in the past. Now that you're the 264th interviewee, there's only so many great classic books out there. So thank you for being different. And Fire Nation, you can't get the audio version of this book for free because it's not available. But if you do have a book that you want to listen to, you can go to eofirebook.com, get a free audiobook. It's a gift from Audible from Entrepreneur on Fire listeners, eofirebook.com. So Bernadette, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. Identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Does everybody give you the same boring answer that (laughs) they would do the same thing that they're doing right now? (laughs) No, I won't let them give that answer. You'll be, people actually take this question very seriously. And the answers I've had are so varied that one of my listeners created a Pinterest board of all the different answers and that you can get them on my Pinterest board. And it's really interesting to see them and listen to them one after the other. So I'm excited to hear yours, Bernadette. Well, mine was write and share your ideas. Um, you know, that, that's what's worked for me, just putting your ideas like you're doing, putting your content out there into the world and seeing who it resonates with um, and building, uh, building connections with those people and helping them. You know, it's as, it's as simple as that. Well, Bernadette, I'm resonating with what you're saying. I love the theme of pick yourself Thank you for sharing us some in-depth about the fortune cookie principle, which you can grab at Amazon. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, 
and then share how we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Interesting one from Neil Gaiman. He says, stop saying yes and learn to say no. That's interest. That was interesting to me because there's so many shiny baubles, so many things we could be so doing. And true. Yeah. So you will get offers every day, John, about would you like to do this or be involved in that? And um, we need to be discerning and we need to choose to say yes to the things we care about and to go full pelt on those things and to say no to the things that aren't right. Oh, powerful advice. And how can we find you, Bernadette? You can find me. If you Google Bernadette Jiwa, you will find me. Uh, You can also find me at thestoryoftelling.com. Powerful. And that will be linked up along with everything else that we've mentioned in today's interview, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Bernadette Jiwa. That's J-I-W-A. Bernadette, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for the opportunity, John. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.